guys. Welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I am one of your hosts. My name is Kirk, and me and my co-host are talking basketball right up to the last second. Graham, tell us about you and your life. Hey, my name's Graham K, and my life is cool. Uh, welcome back to the comedian's guide to <laughs> autism. Uh, Kirk has a autistic, nonverbal son. I've got a uh, brother with autism. And uh, we're trying to figure it out. Kirk, how was your week? How is JJ doing? Any news? I had a pretty good week. I had, um, this is like, I feel like I've given this update before, but okay. My son has been severely on on the severe end of the spectrum since diagnosed at two. He would stop entering his name. He started pulling Uh in. I would say, in, you know, uh, looking in, in, inwardly and yep. Yep. And I would say the peak of that, the peak was probably 13, 14. Those early teen years were very hard um, uh-huh. as far as like put, putting his head through windows. Like he'd get frustrated, headbutt a glass window. It would break, obviously, um, or just absolutely you know, and, and at 13, 14, he was over six foot, over 200 pounds, and, you know, probably as strong as me or close, pulling doors off their frames, putting his fist through, you know, drywall. And ever since then, I feel like that was the peak of the tsunami. And every call, it's like an infantes- infinitesimally small amount of, like, interest in our calls, mm-hmm. inter- interest in talking to me a little bit. So mm-hmm. I had a call yesterday. I'm on a cruise ship, but... Uh, doing some shows, performing, and we were in, um, where were we, somewhere in Mexico, and I had a call with him, and he was looking, and then he said, he, he does this thing where he parrots uh, different movies. Yeah. Um, and so he'll, 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 you know, but sometimes he's starting to do it in context. You know, he started that about oh, four years ago, so, uh, oh, look, and then it's like, hi, Dad, and so, you know, he'll, like, repeat something, but it was like, it makes me feel seen, as corny as that sounds, but at least like, okay, I'm talking to my dad today versus, you know, I have zero interest in looking at the phone. And and then he, he was said, oh, look, one of the hi, new dad. tie-dyes that we made. Wow. Yeah. He said, oh, look at the beginning and like, and looked right at me. And then, and then about, oh, I don't know, 30 seconds in, he's like, hi, dad. So... Um, you know, I think it's hard to know if he's kind of, you know, he's, he's kind of parodying back something that the, the aides have for sure told him or the people that work with him, the, the workers and, but it was still felt, uh, yeah, like it's baby tricky. Steps. Like where, where does the parrot begin on, in all of us? You know, I, I mean, we're all exactly, exactly. So he knows that you're in a, in a way he knows that you're your dad and he's saying hi. Yeah. And if he's just parroting what yep. they told him he still knows it right because because that's you're the person Kinda, he right? says that to yeah i I'm think that's great that too. yeah doesn't say it to me so doesn't even look at me <laughs> exactly well he does yeah he doesn't say you showed it you showed it me he was like I, I don't Pete, he goes who is this <laughs> yeah 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 See, we, it's been six years Pete. We, yeah um, would you but, say I, I cut you off? Sorry, there's a delay on the ship. What did you say? He, he, JJ didn't look at you. Is that what you said? Yeah, you know, like every time you show, like you're with him, or or he calls and I'm with you. He just is like, he looks at you, not me. He's paying attention, yeah. paying attention to you, not me. 
In fairness, I look like I'm closer to his age, so I think that's why. Oh, what shots the, fired. <laughs> what the? I look younger than you. I look younger than you. I look sure, great. Sure you do. I, sure you do. You do. You look no, no. You look better than me. You don't look younger. <laughs> I look I'm younger than you. you. You're you're very, you're very very young looking man. Very what very the young heck How's the uh, speaking of here? young men? <laughs> speaking of young men, how's the uh, Peter Parker Spider Man doing? Oh, he's doing okay. There's uh, there's really uh, uh, no no news. He, you know, I'm trying to get him to ask questions so he's not, you know, so he's better hang. And he yep. had a Zoom call and the other day, and I said, remember to ask questions. He's like, Graham, I don't need reminders, okay? I know. And he I said, said that? Hey. I love that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Next day, I'm like, how's the Zoom call? Great. Did you ask any questions? Well, Graham, you know, sometimes I forget. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay, I, man. I just like the idea, if this is ever a, sc a screenplay, it's like, don't forget to ask questions. Graham, I don't need any reminders. And under your breath, you're like, you kind of do need some reminders. And the next day, he it's only like, need... how'd it go? Did you ask? Oh, I forgot. Well, the thing is, is he doesn't want... He does. He actually doesn't need reminders. He does not want to do it. So he's like, "Why am I, I asking I, when I'm not interested?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's fine. So, you know, I, I, the thing is, is he can't really lie. Like I know when he's lying, so he knows that I know that. So he can't, he can't just lie to me and say he did ask questions. So I, I know that. So I have to right. keep on him and right, be right. like, are you going to ask questions? Remember to ask questions. And then he'll feel pressure because he knows there's going to be the next day a, a follow-up. It's going to be a test. A test. So we'll see. It. Crazy Pete. You know, but... Uh, Okay. In fairness, he does, I don't think that's less autism and that's more being a man. Like I have to go through that where I'm like, don't tell me what to do. And then I do it wrong anyway. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely part of it. It's definitely part of it. But he's, he's got to learn. He's got it. Like, I know it's, he could still make progress even though he's 37. You know, he's got to make this progress. He's got to be able to do this. So, um, just if he can ask questions, it'll be easier for him to make friends and he won't be so lonely. Yeah. And he won't be so dependent on this job that's never going to come. I mean, it's going to come maybe in fall, they said, but I doubt it. You know, what do they know? And then the, the job coach is like. Well, honestly, respectfully, it probably depends on if COVID comes back again in the fall. Exactly. That's why, like, you know, we got to start looking for another job. And the job coach, they're not on it, in my opinion. I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but it doesn't seem like they're, they're on it. I mean, why can't he find a summer job? Why can't he pick up trash somewhere? I don't understand why he can't do something like that. Like, why is he just sitting at home? This is not mentally this is not good mental health it's becoming a yeah you know we've kind of just resigned as a family we resigned to the fact that he's just not going to have a job and it's i don't think we should be doing that i need to talk to my parents more 
about this. And it's like when he's up at the cottage helping them with like with with like opening up the cottage for the summer and helping like them with chores and lifting stuff. You know, he doesn't call me because he's busy. Right. You know, so like I know he's doing well when he doesn't call. And this just... is a weird thing to say, but you know, it'd be good. I think sometimes for like my son or maybe people like Peter would be like, like in the medieval times when you're like, you have an apprentice it's basically like an intern, which just you kind of boss around and you're like, Hey, go do this. Now go do this, go to this. Uh, that'd be good for something like JJ, where you could just like somebody who has like a couple guys and they kind of boss them around. Hey, go pick this up at the, you know, literally move this here to here. Hey, dig this ditch. Hey, do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if somebody was a tanner, you know, you're tanning leather. Like, Peter for sure could, like, follow the instructions and, like, put this here. Now you do this. You know what I mean? Peter it's could like, do it's a like almost lot like of jobs cleaning really supplies. well. He could figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Peter could work on a line in a factory. Like, he could do a lot of stuff. One of my friends who, um, I won't say her name, but she has a brother who... She's close to my age, and she has a brother who's in his late 30s, just so you know, and got just encouraging, got his first real job, I find her stood right, at Amazon, at a factory in Staten Island. Um, like, I, I don't understand exactly, but it's basically restocking shelves, if I understand correctly. And, like, they, for years, were like, decades, were like, ah, oh, he's just not, you know, he can't have a job. And so, I don't know. I feel like people keep developing, and they keep, you know, he needs something that's that sounds weird to say monotonous. I just worry, but it's monotonous, where it's like yeah, very routine yeah. driven, and you just follow the follow I, the rules, do it like this, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. I just hope there's someone there looking out for him, you know, because those jobs they they work you and work you and work you, and even if you don't have autism, you got to pee in jars, you know, and to yeah. get around the like it's like yeah so, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of amazon i'm not saying that i'm just saying, i'm not, I'm not yeah. saying i'm not I'm, I, I, look i they hired somebody great that's really good i and and i i just think that in a small mom and pop shop someone's going to look out for you in a big faceless corporation yeah, you're true. kind of dependent on someone who's it's not their job and they're already stretched thin to look out for you so there's no there's no yeah, like system in those those there's big, no safety net basically yeah uh, and maybe there is maybe there maybe there's someone they hired to do that and if that's the case then that's really great and kudos to them that's a mark in the good column no no, no i'm not saying that but but i don't know if there is and i i just i i you know that's 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 where my mind goes i'd worry about my brother like just being he doesn't have the mental capacity like another worker does to go, oh, I got to run behind this uh, column and take a pee in a jar. My brother will hold in his pee right. until he pees his pants. Right. That's the problem, man. And, you know, I mean, a bigger so, issue is why does a job require you to have to navigate peeing your pants versus peeing in a jar behind a column? But that's for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Neither of those that's are not our, that's not our podcast. But yeah. That's not our. It's not our podcast. No. Yeah, that's my girlfriend's podcast. Actually, it's a capitalism podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny because it's uh, true. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. Um, well, Kirk, uh, we uh, have a couple fun articles. Ooh, We're gonna, let's get yeah. into it. 
We got one. Um, Graham this is on found Buzz. me this week. I'm on the high seas. Yeah, yeah oh, I'm sorry, on the high seas too, off. but I, I paid for internet. Um, anyway, we got BuzzFeed I News. I paid for internet too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, BuzzFeed News. This is the first. I think this is our first from BuzzFeed. Um, it's by Katie Canero. And the title is Autistic People Are Using TikTok to Connect and Advocate for Neurodivergent Communities. Autistic people didn't always have a platform or readily available community. Now they're using TikTok to make connections and teach others about neurodiverse communities. Alex Crawford used to hate being recorded and getting his picture taken. That was until TikTok became one of the one of his special interests, which is an intense fascination that brings happiness and fulfillment to autistic people like Crawford. Now I now I'll press the record button and stin away if I want to, Crawford told BuzzFeed News. Uh, then it explains what stimming is, and uh, we all know that. Crawford, 19, used to hide stimming to avoid making others feel uncomfortable, often at the expense of his mental health. Depression and anxiety drove Crawford to pick at his nails until they bled. But ever since creating his own TikTok account in December 2020, which has over 55,000 followers, he's crushing me, uh, he's been able to manage his urges, <laughs> learning how to paint his nails uh, instead and share it with online friends. I hope people seeing me uh, be me freely online helps them, helps them be comfortable being themselves uh, whether that's in person or on a TikTok account like me, he said. Autistic creators are raising awareness about neurodiverse communities. Crawford isn't alone. He joins a growing online community of neurodivergent people who turn to social media to share what it's like living in a neurotypical world, dispelling uh, misconceptions one TikTok at a time. And benefits are manifold. Several autistic creators told us the app has helped them promote autism acceptance, make lifelong friends, and improve their communication and social skills, the latter of which have been especially important for Crawford, who's non-speaking. That's interesting. He communicates with others by typing on his iPad using AAC, Augmentative and Alternative Communication apps, which he used to answer our questions via email. I went from thinking I was alone in my struggle and experiences to seeing many who understand me, Crawford said. It was an overwhelming experience at first, but watching autistic people and communicating with them became the best thing to come from TikTok. I've learned more about myself through them. Special interests and goals aside, autistic creators emphasize that autism looks very different from person to person and that those differences deserve to be celebrated and understood. TikTok for many um, in the community has given them and others the space to do just that. And in a way that encourages more diverse voices to speak up than traditional autism campaigns or mass media allows. I'm seeing a lot more marginalized creators, people who are traditionally left on the outskirts of autistic communities, having more of a voice and presence uh, on a very direct and easy to connect level, said Noor Perver, Pervez, community engagement manager for Autistic Self Advocacy Network, 
a nonprofit organization run by and for autistic people that fights for disability rights. I've never heard of that one. That's great. Uh, there's something profoundly beautiful and rapid fire about. So sorry. There's something profoundly beautiful about the rapid fire ability to just connect with a lot of people in real time. He said, "The confidence boosts they never knew they needed." Autism is a developmental condition. Blah blah blah. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, uh, autism can affect communication in many ways, but social media, because of its accessibility, has given autistic people a platform to comfortably connect with others. TikTok doesn't have the demand of in-person interactions, which can sometimes be challenging if you have social differences or if you communicate differently, said Micah Mrazek, director of the University of Virginia's Supporting Transformative Autism Research Program. Crawford said that he didn't have friends on a community uh, before joining TikTok, partly because he struggles with understanding social cues and needs more time to process information, which um, makes face-to-face -face conversations uncomfortable for others. But now, I am more confident with communication, knowing I can take my time. The community understands my needs and disabilities, Crawford told us. TikTok focus on short on short form video also benefits autistic creators who might want to rewatch their content to ensure they're okay with how they're being presented, Marzik says. It might take some of the pressure off and give people a way to practice and get some feedback on how they're coming across to others. That's interesting. Um, I like that. Nicole, yeah, Nicole Parrish, tw uh, 25, who likes to share fun facts about insects and teach others about autism, says the TikTok format uh, has been helpful. She said she's gotten better at communicating with others by re-watching her videos and responding to comments. There's a picture of her. She looks very cute. She's got some butterflies behind her. Um Doing so has taught her that it's okay to be authentically myself and autistic, Parrish told us. TikTok followers have helped autistic influencers in other ways, including uh, revenue and donations that can help them gain independence. Oh, that's that's very interesting, actually. It's a good, good little angle there. Um, Parrish, because TikTok does pay you if you go viral, which is pretty cool. Uh, Parrish was able to move into her own apartment for the first time with the help of her 2.5 million followers. Holy crow. Many of whom um, purchased She's beating both art. of us. <laughs> oh, she's... The other guy was beating both of us. Uh, she's absolutely crushing the, the field. Um, uh, many of whom purchased her art and sent her uh, uh, essentials like dishes that she couldn't afford on her own. Wow. My support team could not have been able to help me in the way that uh, that TikTok has, Parrish says. The support of the community felt like a huge housewarming party, which kind of inspired them to help other creators. It was super awesome. Um, although Trevor Jackson Carp uh, Carpenter's autism was diagnosed at age six, he said he didn't have a clear understanding of it until he joined TikTok over a decade later. TikTok has allowed me not only to express myself more, but also unmask more uh, because throughout 
high school, I was pretty reserved, the 20-year-old told BuzzFeed News. At the time, I didn't really have a lot of autistic friends, but I've been learning more about who I am myself at, on the autistic, as an autistic person. Seeing all these other creators and their point of views has really changed how I view my life. In fact, one doctor told uh, his mom that he'd be nonverbal for the rest of his life. Look at me now, Jackson uh, Carpenter said. I'm talking to you on this call. He told us speech therapy during early childhood helped him immensely. Good news for speech therapy. Um, for more Ooh. people, watching these content creators has led to a better understanding of autism and what it looks like to be diagnosed later in life. Uh, Shifra, David's brother, was diagnosed with autism as a toddler, so David grew up with peripheral understanding of the autistic experience through watching him and his experience in school, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't until David's coursework at a pediatric speech therapy uh, touched him on autism that they realized they may also be autistic. Watching videos of other uh, adults uh, receiving autism diagnosis later in life was a tipping point. <clears throat> David, 24, who just received a diagnosis in December. Every autistic person's personal experience is going to be very different, David said, adding that it's important for neurotypical people to understand that because content from autistic creators may differ drastically, it doesn't mean they are more or less autistic. Um, let me see how much longer we got here. <laughs> yeah. um, right. Uh, anyway, in conclusion, uh, the diverse set of voices on the platform has helped uh, these people not feel othered, which is particularly important by, um, for Boylan, who said that he grew up believing the bullies in school who called him the R-word. I felt sad because I felt like those bullies were right, uh, Boykin said, who is uh, another person with autism they're speaking about, a teen. Um, but my mom helped me by telling me that I am loved and I am worth something and that I can do a lot of creative things even though I am disabled, even though I am autistic. Isn't that nice, Kirk? It is. I not. It's not, at the beginning. It sounded a little bit like an ad for TikTok, which I'm not a huge fan of because of the lack of transparency. Yeah. But I think that it's a. Yes. It is. It, it it is nice that there is a uh, a platform or different platforms that people with autism can connect on. It makes me think of a, yeah. I got a message this week on the old Twitter from a, a group of kids, uh, young people who are doing a sports podcast hosted by uh, autistic students from Wolver Hamilton, England, and asked me to give nice. a plug, TWS Sports. And so any of these forums where it gives an opportunity for people with different abilities to to express themselves and be seen and be heard, I really... Yeah. Uh, I love. I love. The only, thing, uh, the only thing I do say is that the list of people they interviewed was very British. Uh, Nasser Hussein is like all soccer players. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but oh, yeah, there's, yeah, uh, yeah. No, there's a few other. There's a wrestler in there. There's, I think it's Kurt Angle, I think, is a wrestler, I think. There's a couple. But uh, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. Anytime there's a, you know, you find your interests and you, you hit it hard. And I think it's uh, it's amazing to be have an opportunity to create something and be seen. 
No, it does feel like the BuzzFeed got a little kickback from TikTok there because, the, you know, it's, how is that different from Instagram or any of the other ones? But it is the new hot one and um, more young people are on it. And it is good that they are earning money being seen. And, and the idea that they can look at the comments... Although I wonder how much of that is 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 like whitewashing uh, the article, because I doubt all the comments are nice saying, "Oh, um, that's maybe what I lift, maybe, maybe maybe lift your chin up." I'm sure there's some like absolute animals out there who are being really mean. So, yeah, that's something to. Or maybe they save that for my TikTok account. I don't know. Oh, they they <laughs> they do. They're everywhere though. Don't worry. Don't worry. They're most. They are mostly on your TikTok account, but. <laughs> the, 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 the trolls are everywhere, man. Um, yeah, so I, I, that's another thing that they don't like. They didn't bring up at all is that, like, why wouldn't you ask these kids? Hey, what do you do when someone says something bad? Because each and every one of them have seen horrible right. things written about them. Of course, of course. So anyway, yeah. But I think I feels it feels a little bit like a plug. But uh, it's fine. What are you gonna do? You know. So. Uh, but, but there's good to know good. there's a community out there. You know, maybe check it out. Yep. Um, we got another article here. This is a good one. We're gonna end on a happy note. Okay. Great. Let's do it. Non-speaking valedictorian with autism gives her college's commencement speech. She's nonverbal, Kirk. She gave her college's commencement speech. I think I, I, if I, I, we're going to find out, but I think she graduated at the top of her class. Um, yeah. She didn't say a word, and that only made her message resonate more powerfully. Valedictorian Elizabeth Bonker recently delivered the commencement speech at Rollins College in Florida, urging her classmates to serve others and embrace the power of sharing. Bonker, who is affected by non-speaking autism, Hasn't spoken since she was 15 months old. Textbook. But thanks to an accepting attitude from her peers and teachers and help from technology, she has overcome many challenges and graduated on at the top of her class in uh, the Orlando area school. God gave you a voice. Use it, Bunker told her fellow graduates. And know the iron and no, the irony of non-speaking autist, autistic encouraging you to use your voice is not lost on me. Because if you can see the worth in me, then you can see the worth in everyone you meet. Bonker used a text-to-speech software to deliver the commencement address to honor uh, an honor for which she was chosen by her fellow valedictorians. I have typed the speech with one finger with a communication partner holding the keyboard, she said. I am one of the lucky few non-speaking autistics who have been taught to type. That one critical intervention unlocked my mind from its silent cage, enabling me to communicate and to be educated like my hero, Helen Keller. That's crazy. Um, a new Rollins, yeah, a new Rollins uh, grad look, oh, wait, wait. In her speech, Bonker also evoked another hero, Fred Rogers, the Florida College's most famous alumnus, 
Last year, the school unveiled a statue of the man widely known as Mr. Rogers, and it has long, and it has long embraced his lessons. When he died, the handwritten note was found in his wallet. Monka said it said, "Life is for service." She urged her classmates to rip off a piece of paper from their program, write those words down, and tuck the message away in a safe place. We are all called to serve as an everyday act of humanity. As a habit of mind, she said, to see the worth in every person we serve. After graduating, Bonker plans to use what she has learned to help people who face situations like hers. There are 31 million non-speakers with autism in the world who are locked in a silent cage, she said. Her life's work, she said, will be to help them express themselves. Bonker recently launched a non-profit organization, Communication for All, the number four, which aims to break down the barriers facing non-speakers by providing communication resources, particularly in schools. She'll also work f- to educate the public about the millions of people affected by non-speaking autism, as she has stressed in the past. It is not a cognitive or intellectual disorder. An estimated 25 to 30% of children with autism spectrum disorder are non-speaking or minimally speaking. Well, Kirk... We do another pod. I, uh, it warms my heart when you got these uh, these communities, this school that embraced this young woman with autism, and it makes yes. these people more generous Seen. and open-hearted and, and uh, live richer lives. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Helping others ironically helps you. It's very funny. It's very funny. It's hard, but it's easy. You know, get yeah, bigger it's payoff. simple, but it's not easy. Yeah, it's very simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, well, Kirk, it's like running the hundred yard dash. It's really, si- it's really simple. Just run, run as fast as you can. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not easy. Uh, we did it. Another week. Where are you going to okay. be this week, Grandma? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, I'm going to be in. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be in Seattle, Vancouver, and uh, uh, let me check here. Seattle. Vancouver. I'll I'll be while he checks his schedule. I will be on the on the Vista of Galveston for two more weeks, and then I'll be back in New York City end of the month for a week of shows, and then back on the high seas. All right, stalled enough. Your turn. Where are you going to be, Grandma? I'm going to be. A, uh, oh, there it is. Okay, Spokane, Washington. That's while right. he's Vancouver, doing that. Vancouver, uh, Spokane. And Bellingham. I can never remember Bellingham and Spokane. That's where I'm going to be. Nice, nice. I do want to give a a quick plug to my Instagramo. Uh, I am starting to post clips, which I've avoided for my entire career. I'm now posting. If you're curious about my stand-up, you can see it on my Instagram, Kirksmith Comedy. On all your social media, it's Kirksmith Comedy. What do you guys say, buddy? That's good. I saw it today. I posted one today on Instagram K. Hey. All right, everybody. Love ya. Tickets for my shows at GrahamK.com. Bye.